Hello, welcome to this episode of the Serene Empowerment Podcast, the fast track to inner peace. Today we're going to explore the topic of following our intuition, listening to inner guidance, or hearing wisdom from your higher self. So we all have a universal guide that's a friend, teacher, inner voice. In some traditions, this may be called the Holy Spirit. It can also be called Wahe Guru, which means wonderful teacher or supreme being. Other names include Higher Self, the Superconscious, Guardian Angel, the Comforter, etc. Depending on what tradition, culture or belief system that people belong to. Whatever you choose to call it, this universal guide is on hand to help with decisions, help with our fears, phobias, anxieties, and correct our judgments, biases, and misperceptions. And we have this resource or source of wisdom on hand within us. So here are my tips for unlocking our channel to inner guidance and higher wisdom. Tip number one. You don't have to have a psychic gift. When it comes to receiving guidance from spirit or our higher self, or however you wish to describe universal wisdom, the first thing to remember is that no one has special dispensation or special favour. So don't think you're not good enough or not intuitive enough or not psychic enough or not spiritual enough. Yes, some people do have more practice and are more experienced at listening to guidance from spirit. Some people may hear guidance in beautiful Shakespearean style prose, such as Helen Chuckman, the psychologist who channeled the dictation for A Course in Miracles. But equally, if spirit communicates with you in some kind of street slang or local dialect or whatever, it doesn't make it any less meaningful or true. It's not the form in which the message appears that's important. It's the meaning of the message itself. Anyone who sincerely wishes to communicate with spirit can do so. This is because, at another level, we're all spiritual beings, just pretending to be human. Our whole self, our eternal self, is spirit, and it's that which gives us inner guidance. On to tip number two. Receiving guidance from spirit is a form of prayer, only it's listening rather than talking. Last week I heard some very interesting definitions of prayer. One was from a teacher of the Kabbalah tradition, who described prayer as a gut-level need. Another description I heard was from, from a Course in Miracles teacher who described prayer as the heart reaching out for that which it desires. Beyond our worldly desires, which might include a new job, a better car, a nicer house, romance, increased financial income, better health, or a perfect body, what we ultimately truly desire is peace and satisfaction and happiness and fulfilment. You might get caught up in the dramas and the politics of the world, another bit of conflict and intrigue and gossip, but eventually, sooner or later, we'll get tired of drama, trauma and longing for things that will only satisfy us temporarily, and we'll start towards a journey on the search for true fulfilment beyond things of this world. Picture yourself on a moving staircase, an upward escalator, You can't travel down on an escalator that's moving up. You can try. I've seen kids having a go at it in shopping centres. It's a challenge trying to go down an up escalator. It can be done, but it takes effort, and there's not a lot of point. The easiest thing to do is to go in the direction that the universe is going, to be in alignment, to be in sync. There's no point in trying to do your own thing and go against the flow. 
That's like going down an upward moving escalator. The universe is mighty. When we join with the universe, or with nature, or with the natural order, instead of trying to fight against it, then we're mighty too. So this involves listening to what's best for us and allowing ourselves to be guided rather than giving the cosmic powers that be a shopping list of what we think we want. So ask first, but then remember to wait and watch for guidance. Tip number three, choose the right voice. That is, choose the right voice to listen to. Because we've got two voices, two inner guides, but one inner voice is a judgmental voice based on feeding us with fears and anger and hate. The other one is a voice that nourishes us with love and inspiration and comfort. If the guiding voice you hear is critical, judgmental, grandiose or harmful, then it's the voice of your ego guide and it shouldn't be paid attention to. If this voice is telling you that it's spirit, but it's telling you to go out and murder someone, obviously this is not the voice of higher wisdom, because it will never encourage any harm. Tough love maybe, but never harm. So listen to the guiding voice that nourishes you with love, comfort and understanding and common sense. It's wise and it's practical. Tip number four. Don't limit the format in which you receive your guidance. If you want to communicate with this inner source of wisdom, then sincere intention and desire are all that's needed to communicate with the infinite guide within us. But this guidance may not be in the form of a conversation or a dialogue or thoughts in your head. It may come as a form of a feeling. It may be spontaneous but inspired action without forethought. It may come to you through the words of another human being, a child, a neighbour, a family member, or even someone you dislike. It may be heard through the lyrics of a song. It may come to you through an overheard snatch of conversation while you're travelling on the bus, for example. The answer will come to each of us in many ways at our own level of understanding and in our own language or using our own cultural symbols. So once you've asked for guidance, stay alert. Listen and watch for signs and synchronicities. Your willingness, your intention and your desire will lead you to hear, understand and follow your inner guide. Tip number five, a very important one, have patience. The ingredients required to hear and follow your inner guidance are willingness, intention, desire and patience. It's very important for us to have patience with ourselves once we get started on this practice of trying to listen to inner guidance and follow our intuition. And we also have to have patience with the path that we've been guided towards. So give yourself time. Learning to listen to guidance is like exercising and strengthening the muscle. This gift will grow stronger the more you practice it. Tip number six. This one is optional. You may want to keep a journal of the guidance you think you've received. You can also log what happens when you followed it, if you followed it. Tip number seven, be kind to yourself. This tip is not optional. You may have heard it said, as it's a popular meme on the internet, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Well, we also have to be kind to our own self. If we judge ourselves, criticise ourselves constantly, 
will slow our progress and will be unable to hear the guidance of our higher wisdom. So, in remembering the golden rule, which says treat others as you would like yourself to be treated, keep in mind that you should treat yourself how you would like others to treat you, with dignity and respect and with patience when you make mistakes. So here's a quick recap on the seven tips to receiving guidance from your higher self. Tip number one, you don't have to be special or psychic or chosen. The messages don't have to be lofty. You'll be communicated with in a language that you understand according to your level of comprehension. The Holy Spirit or your inner teacher won't speak to you in tongues. Wisdom will speak to your heart and resonate with you in a language that you understand. Tip number two. Listening to guidance is a form of prayer and prayer is listening, not just talking to spirit and then putting the phone down without waiting for an answer. Tip number three. We've got two inner voices and they sound both sound like our own mental voice. So remember to choose the right voice to listen to. Don't choose the ego impersonator, which is a voice of fear and grandiosity slash inferiority that wishes to defend by attack. Choose the voice that wishes to nourish, comfort, and give practical, usable guidance. Tip number four. Don't limit the format. Maybe you don't hear an internal voice. Maybe you receive wisdom as you write. Maybe you'll be guided to read the right book or find the right podcast to listen to. Or maybe you'll overhear someone shutting on the bus that gives you that eureka moment. Tip number five, the ingredients of being able to listen and follow higher wisdom are willingness, intention, desire, and importantly, patience. Be patient with yourself, especially if you're used to listening to the voice of fear. Now we come to the optional tip number six, keep a guidance journal. Tip number seven, in order to help you to choose the right voice to listen to, be kind to yourself. Cut down on the self-criticism, and you'll be able to hear your inner self's wisdom. Listening to guidance is the second stage of the 12-stage serene empowerment process. It belongs to the sphere or the house of guidance, and the voice that fills us with fear belongs to the house of misdirection. If you'd like to find out about the new 12 house system listen to the short introduction on the podcast episode serene empowerment stage one from isolation to unity and if you'd like to find out more about the 12 stages of serene empowerment you can get the book serene empowerment from online stores or visit the website sereneempowerment.co.uk thanks for listening